0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Guilty Pleasures and Shameless Treasures. Um, I know I haven't done an episode since June, so... Or no, actually, I did one in August. Just kidding. Um, but it has been a while, and so I'm really excited to catch up with you guys. I've been, I meant to do this a week ago, but I got a really bad cold for about, honestly, a straight week. I still have it. I'm sipping tea, and I'm still coughing, so bear with my scratchy voice um but I thought we would start with um our mental health themes and just sort of the themes of what's been going on Uh, I'm really as you can tell by the song I decided to play I'm really channeling that type of energy right now so a little bit more moody not in a bad way just really in my in my feelings sort of in in a good way though just uh really channeling my Scorpio moon energy, I guess you can say. And I just uh recently got obsessed with my natal chart um doing that and realizing how much Scorpio I have in my my um my chart. So I'm actually a rising Scorpio and a Scorpio moon. So I'm just really uh really investigating that part of myself and it's been fun. Um but for the mental health themes I'm just been focusing a lot on boundaries and not necessarily succeeding in that sense but really just focusing on it trying to make it the focus of my life so that and just really thinking about it a lot so that I can set proper boundaries and I think it's actually getting easier day by day and um, not even necessarily like setting a boundary but realizing oh in that moment I decided it would be easier to not set a boundary because I didn't want to get uncomfortable um so just knowing that is is a huge help and just um yeah it's a day-to-day struggle and especially you know it's easy it's good for me to practice setting boundaries that work um I feel like that is something i can do easier because i'm not necessarily emotionally connected to the people i'm setting the boundaries with and i and i have a lot more confidence at work than i sometimes do in my my social relationships so a good example of that would be friend relationships which has sort of been another thing uh mental health theme in my life is just like the changes that i'm making in that sense Um, and, and with, and with that comes boundaries. Um, so, you know, sometimes you have friends for a long time, they're not used to you behaving a certain way and you set a boundary and things get awkward because you, you know, they just don't see you that way. So you have to do it a couple times and, you know, a lot of people don't take boundary setting well. So that's really hard for me to deal with. Um, when, you know, you set a boundary or you, you know, you just maybe don't, and, and, you know, setting a boundary isn't like, no, I'm not doing this. Setting a boundary means like, for example, I'm not, I'm going to tell someone that something isn't happening and I'm not going to apologize. And, and, you know, give them a bunch of excuses. I'm just going to say, "You know what? This has been rescheduled or this is not happening or whatever it may be or I just don't feel like coming and I'm not going to say why or feel bad about it or, you know, grovel." So that's another thing that you can do and a lot of people think that that especially coming from someone that always over-explains, it's really hard for them to take. They think I'm mad at them. So that's a big struggle and uh so, you know, it takes up a lot of a lot of space in my world right now, but at least I know I'm aware of it and I'm working towards it and, you know, just not giving up on, on that. And, you know, I just got a book from my mother-in-law called set boundaries, find peace. And I, it's, it's funny, the more and more you, you free yourself from worrying about that type of trivial shit is when you really do find peace. So that, uh, that's a true statement. Um, so yeah, just like going back into the, the relationships of the friend relationships are highlighted for me in my, you know, my themes right now. Um, I don't know, you know, I just say these things in case anyone else is maybe feeling the same way, but you know, as you, we get older and we change, we sometimes outgrow relationships and not in a sense that we're outgrowing uh, like people or that we're growing more than they are, but people change. So people become different and. You know the people that we were friends with in our twenties don't necessarily stay our friends in our thirties, and I think just accepting that and lo- like loving those people, not having any hate for them, but just maybe you know realizing you need to start being around people that you that that have the same interests as you and that and, and it's okay if that changes, and you can still have those people in your life, but maybe in a different way so that's been highlighted for me a lot and just accepting that and not having to hold on to these stories that you make up in your head and all this guilt so that's um if anyone has any wants to write me about that I'm you know it's a big it's a big problem (laughs) I don't want to say it's a problem but it's something that takes up a lot of space in my brain it's like it's okay to let people go and or to just change your relationship with them and I guess that all comes back to, to starting those boundary setting things and when you get back with them not going back into the old toxic habits because it's easier for you to hurt yourself and bring yourself back to your old self for other people's comfort so just really focusing on that right now and really just trying to you know, remind myself that I'm worth, I'm worth not going back to my old ways to, to appease others. Because when I, you know, this brings me to my next point of social anxiety, I'm really realizing now and, and starting coming to terms with the fact that when I socialize with anyone, besides my has like my, my fiance, cause he's, we're just, you know, completely ourselves around each other. But anyone else in my life, I am exhausted afterwards. And it doesn't mean that they're bad or that anything, and it, I shouldn't feel guilt or shame around the fact that I'm exhausted after social encounters. It's really hard on me. There's a lot of energies. I take them all in. I'm really sensitive. And so, no, not necessarily, I'm not going to stop socializing altogether, but I'm going to be more careful about who I socialize with, when I socialize, how often I socialize, what time of the month I choose to socialize. There's times of the month where I feel really strong. There's times of the month where I feel like shit. Um, so just listening to my body a lot more and planning these things. Um, and, you know, if people don't have the respect to plan things with me, then it's 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 a no for me, unfortunately, because I need to, to set my body up so that I don't get sick every time I over-socialize. So you know there's a lot of shame around that like oh you shouldn't feel you know uh you shouldn't feel like you don't want to hang out with your family like it should be easy and it's really not and I think it's okay and it doesn't mean we hate our family but or or anyone that we spend time with but I think it's okay to be like it's really hard to socialize sometimes especially after the the, the pandemic and everything we've been through so it's okay to rest after we socialize and and it doesn't have to be against anyone, but when we need a break and we've hit a limit it we need to respect that so I've learned that the hard way this year, and not that I don't love my family or anyone, but spending too much time with people it 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 hurt- I literally get physically sick I get physically sick, so I need to work on that um but for now. I just need to honor it and take care of myself and really plan my social interactions carefully and don't overdo it. Um, and so I, yeah, I sort of moved away from my mindfulness practice. I, you know, I, I'll admit I haven't, I'm going through a phase where I haven't been meditating very much. I haven't been listening to mindfulness talks. I haven't really been immersing myself in it. So that's something that I'm setting, putting on my bucket list for the fall to really throw back myself back into that world and, you know, just start listening, even at 5 a.m. when I wake up, just putting on on a meditation and listening to it, even if it's half sleeping. So just, I'm going to really just try to bring that into my life in any way that feels right and healthy for me. You know, I think that people get caught up in this all-or-nothing mentality. Sorry if you hear the huge, large trucks outside my house. Um, but, yeah, this all-or-nothing mentality where... They think, oh, I have to, you know, be meditating and doing incense and buy a gong and, you know, all these things and and be taking all these courses and, and, you know, being, you know, just we don't have to become it. We can have it as a part of our life and in any way that works for us. So whether, you know, it can be the simplest thing, like deciding I'm going to wake up on the right side of the bed every morning because that's a mindful practice in itself. So remembering to do that every morning and then mindfully getting out of bed. Um, It can be the smallest thing. So it's really whatever works for us. So that's on the agenda for myself. And if it helps you sort of kickstart whatever little, little mindfulness thing works for you, I, I highly recommend you at least give it a shot for a couple of days. Um, Okay, that's enough of that, that uh, boring stuff. I'm just going to have a sip of my tea. And then we're going to go into the Bravo update. Um, I'm feeling a little bit six so I don't know if I'll get into the full pop culture update but as for the Bravo update there's a lot going on right now it's the fall so there's a lot of shows that are sort of coming to a close and the new fun fall shows that are starting so we can start with my favorite because you know I do love the housewives don't get me wrong they're my girls they're like the OGs of every of everything I have mad respect but I really like the Southern Charms and the summer houses and the Vanderpump's because those people are my age right so it's fun and I like their fashions a little bit better um, so anyway with and I just find it's a little bit juicier so with and anyway with Southern Charm it's a lot going on. It's a really good season. The season sort of fell off for a bit when we had like the Chelsea's and like the Cams and like the boring girls. Sorry to say the boring girls. Like this is it's really mixing it up this year with the Craig Naomi drama. I was always like so such a Craig Stan, and I felt so bad when Naomi broke up with him. So to see that whole it come full circle, I'm like, yes, like they always come back. They do. That's a motto because I've had a lot of guys treat me like shit, but guess what? They always come back. So it's really cool seeing Craig who got totally treated like shit by her, have, like, this sort of comeback moment. And he might not be the greatest guy ever, that's for sure. But I just... She treated him so badly, and he, all he did was love her. So to see that to see that come full circle, I love. Paige and Craig, I have to say, I wanted... I really was a huge fan at first. I just... I can't get with Paige. I wish I liked Paige more, but I find her to be a little bit bitchy. And even on the show, she's just... I just, she's not my girl. I prefer Lindsay. I'm a Lindsay stan. So, yeah. I found Paige trying to put on this New York thing. Like, I only wear black. It's like, girl, you wear all colors in the Hamptons. Like, you're fine. So, anyway. And then, oh, yeah. Shep and um, Taylor. That's really interesting right now. Um, So, he's cheating on her. Sort of on the show. Like, has a Raya profile where he's messaging other girls. Like, I'm sorry, if you're with someone for two years, you don't have a Raya profile. So that's really um, like Shep. I would say not unlike Shep because that's what he does. And so now they're broken up, but then they were seen together at a bar. So who knows what he... I feel like this girl is just going to stick it out till the end, and she's just embarrassed and punishing him right now. And I feel for her. Um, anything else happening on Southern Charm? Not really. Okay, so... A lot happening on and off screen or yeah on on Bravo and off Bravo for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So there's like all this Instagram drama that like I'm sorry it's boring but the fact that they're going after Garcelle's son is really not cool. Um, So basically if you guys don't know the backstory if you just watch the show and aren't a huge stan like I am um, she's there's like these bots like Instagram account bots but we don't know who they're created by, and they're basically harassing Garcelle's sons. So some people think it's it's Erica that paid these bots to do this, or it's Diana, or whatever. Um, but basically, Bravo put out a statement blaming us, the fans, saying that we did it, which is not, which is just like ridiculous and so irresponsible because they don't know who it is, and it could easily be Erica, who is super upset with Garcelle. So. Anyway, that's what's happening there. And then there's the, oh, and then Lisa Rinna. Oh, my God. um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills' most biggest villain um, is basically, I think, off the show. That's what the rumors are. She removed all um, Real Housewives from her bio. And she's gone a little bit haywire. She's, She's lost it a bit. She's a bit unhinged right now um she's just posting this crazy stuff like i was lisa fucking rina before real housewives and i'll be lisa fucking rina after so Um, yeah, she's just a little bit unhinged now, apparently at the reunion. But the good thing is, is if she, she knows right now, she's not getting asked back. They always know before the reunion, which is good because at the reunion, if she knows she's not coming back, this lady will not hold back. So what she's saying, and this is the rumor, is that Kathy Hilton made homophobic slurs that evening and Bravo didn't catch it on tape or they had a cease and desist from Kathy Hilton and were not allowed to show it. So that's the two, that's the theory. Now, if she's lying and this is, she's making this up because she's mad at Kathy or what it may be, then that's defamation. And you don't want a Hilton suing you, honey. So. That'll be really interesting to find out. So if she's not coming back to the show, which the rumors, if the rumors are true, then that means she will reveal what Kathy Hilton said. If she is coming back to the show, she'll probably try to save face. So it'll be a really interesting reunion. I I just honestly want this season to end. I found it really painful and sort of triggering to watch with all the Erica and like the bullying and like the Fox Force 5 is just, they're not my girls. So I hate that they rule the, the roost. Sutton and Garcelle... And crystal, I love them, but they're just not—they're not strong enough to come up against the Fox Force Five, you know. Like you need the Fox Force Five to make the show. Unfortunately, um, so it's just not that good of a watch this year, I have to say. I'm just Erica, just she's just evil, and the whole thing is just like a little bit dark, I must say. Um, so Atlanta, I feel so bad because I haven't really been watching Atlanta very much recently. Um, I have to get caught up. Now, I know the reunion is either out or it's coming out this week, so I'm super excited. I love an Atlanta reunion. No matter how bad the season is, the reunions of Atlanta are always fabulous, so I'm excited for that. Um, And then we've got some upcoming shows. So, yeah, basically what's going... I'll talk a bit about Atlanta, what I know, is that Marlo's full-time and she's just going so extra... She by Sheree is apparently, Sheree is selling Sheen um, clothes that she's selling. So these like $2 garments that you buy from Sheen, thats like the worst fast fashion company ever and super cheap or or, like even Walmart brand apparently and putting her logo on it and selling these like sweatpants for like $160. So this is this She by Sheree that's been in the making for 10 years. So, you know, my heart goes out to poor Sheree. She couldn't get it done. How embarrassing. (coughs) <coughs> all right guys sorry about that um yeah i'm not feeling so good so it's gonna come to an end soon um but we got some upcoming shows with fall that i'm really excited about so vanderpump rules there's been so many breakups uh like with james and raquel with katie and tom apparently ariana and tom something weird happened there so it's gonna be a good one this year guys it's gonna be really good we're not gonna miss stassi and jack's the racist so all is well it's gonna be a great show. Potomac gonna be amazing. Ashley single, she's gonna. Oh, I'm just so happy. I just prayed for the day that she would get rid of this Australian weirdo. He is just the worst. Ashley is just going to make the show everything it is. Um, I'm I you know Candace makes the show really entertaining as well. So I'm excited to see what she brings this year. Although people hate her, I think you know I'm I'm a Monique stan as well, but. Unfortunately, you know Candace and Giselle they they bring they bring the drama, so what can you do um so this uh one of these writers that I really like Sophie Ross, she just wrote a column about the Kardashians recently and basically saying um in summary." That, you know, the Kardashians, it's sort of over for them. It's an end of an era. She just, Kim just did this big shoot where she was showing her ass and nobody seemed to care. They're just like, they're overdoing it right now. They've got too many businesses. They're oversaturating and they're just becoming sort of not cool in the mainstream anymore. They're just, it's, people are over it. So... You know, it's it's all good news, really. <laughs> I mean, like whatever the Kardashians are, the Kardashians, and people love them, but they're evil. They're an evil family, and if they're they're going out of style, I I wouldn't mind watching. I wouldn't mind watching the demise of the Kardashians because, to be honest, it's it is it's too much. They're everywhere. They don't do good things. They don't give to charities. They don't set good examples for girls and their bodies. They lie about the plastic surgery that they get. So girls think that they can actually attain these types of bodies, which is not true. So anyway, you, I, I highly recommend you check out the article by Sophie Ross where she just goes into it. She's the best when it comes to deep diving the Kardashian. She's so she knows all their dirty little secrets. Um, so yeah, she her podcast is called. Oh, I'm blanking. So true. So true by Sophie Ross. Yes. Um a couple more things um the queen has died so that's sad um I don't really know how sad it is I mean I think that it's it's sad because she's like a lady but I mean people die and she did a lot of horrible things so we'll just leave it at that Um, Oh, big news. Tom Brady and Giselle are having major issues. So if there's any guys to listen to this podcast, here's the time for you to tune in now. Um, So basically, just, it's you know, these are all rumors, but it's been everywhere. And there's a lot of blind items about it as well that Tom Brady is. She's not only mad that he you know, was retired for what was it like 72 days or something even less and basically just said, fuck my family, I'm going back to football. But like, I think it's there was there's a lot of cheating rumors out there. There's a lot of stuff out there. Um, you know, there's some funny rumors out there and these are all, these are all alleged guys. So like, don't take any of my word for this. Just funny little blind items. Um, but one is that, you know, he has an issue with hair loss. So he has a lot of plugs in there, a lot of Rogan going on. There's a whole situation. Um, so that could bring some, maybe why he's a bit insecure. He doesn't want to quit. Um, he cheats on his beautiful Brazilian supermodel wife. Um, who knows, but he sounds like kind of a piece of shit and yeah, so I'm going to end it there guys. And, uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, I also started a blog. So, uh, if you go to my Instagram at guilty pleasures and shameless treasures or at Courtney underscore Marie 1212, um, my, the link for my, uh, my blog is there and, uh, you can also just, it's the same name as, uh, as the podcast. So go ahead and check that out. And uh, have a beautiful day.